0: spread the word be a pinball nerd if you don't you're absurd be a pinball nerd the pinball nerds podcast welcome back pinball nerds episode 158 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast my name's Orbel Albert and on today's episode we're going to be counting down the top 10 wide body pinball machines according to me your host the host who um will be first to admit these are not in order of like the top 10 best wide bodies ever made because there's certain pinball machines on here that I know are far better than ones that aren't on here or vice versa but these are in accordance to how much I enjoy the artwork how much I like flipping them how often I've got to play them how rare they are um and just generally overall how much I dig them so Yeah, I did want to take a quick second to shout out to everybody who came out to the 5,000 listens party at Call the Office on Monday. That was a great time. I don't even have an update for you because I don't even know who won because I was off doing an interview with Julie Dorsers, basically right after she finished on finals, and I'm not sure who went through. I'll have to find that out and let you guys know, but I know that I was in Julie's group and uh, she smoked me. She craned me on every single machine. I kept getting, like, second, 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 and then I didn't do so well. But I got a lot of seconds, and Julie got a lot of firsts. And you know what? I was putting in okay scores, but I deserved it. She gave me a pants whooping, and I just thought it was so cool. We even did random draws with the cards, and I randomly drawed, you know, to to be on Julie's team. And I got to interview her, and I think uh, I did a pretty good job with the interview. I know the background sound wasn't perfect, guys, but sometimes we're going to be in arcades, especially when we're doing live on location and I'm not editing out any background sounds and that sort of thing. But I had a great time. I possibly had too great of a time. Matt and I closed down CTO basically that night. Um, Wow, we had a great time. Matt was off this week due to March break. Um, Shout out to everyone on March break this week. Uh, Hopefully you get a few enjoyable days. Um, If you're a parent, you get a couple enjoyable days you know, home with the kids, and if you're not hopefully you you're off somewhere much warmer than here because the polar vor- vortex has left Canada, but it's still just I don't know it's like minus five and it's kind of dark and dreary and but instead of me being a Debbie downer, let's go back to the reason you came here. You don't want to listen to me talk about the weather. you want to hear me talk about my favorite top ten wide body pins you make the rock and will go. Uh, First of all, I will say that coming up with the title of this, I partially stole from uh, Mark and City, good friend of mine here, part of Loppel, also the creator of the Nightmare Before Christmas pinball machine, which I think might be getting streamed coming up. I saw he mentioned that on Facebook this morning, so take a look for that. Um, I'm not sure who he's going to be streaming with. I would guess it might be my buddy Ian Harrower. Uh, from Gamma Goat and I did say it right this time I think and I'm tr- I'm trying to get it right Ian I'm trying to get it right. Um, had a great time streaming with him on TNA if you guys haven't seen that head over to Ian's Gamma Goat on Twitch and check it out. I did eat some 20 year old gum on that and I have survived I can let you know. But Mark and City had written on um, uh, a pin side comment talking about why body games and uh, this is from two years ago he said. Fat bottom girls, you make the rocking world go round. And that's where I kind of stole the title of this from. I'd already been thinking about using the song, but uh, anyway, thanks, Mark, for that. Mark does go on to say here, highway games are wide. NBX is wide, which, of course, is his game, Nightmare Before Christmas. I'd like to see more wide body games. Wide is the future. Toy Story needs to be wide. So, uh, Mark and City, thanks so much for that comment. Um... I totally agree with you. There needs to be more wide body. What I think happens when you have a wide body pin is you just have more shirt shots. You have, you can easily put in more flippers. Things don't feel tight. You're not stuck with maybe as many like tight shots as you would on, you know, a certain particular, um, machine. Some people have said some of the newer sterns feel a little squished. They could use like an inch on either side. I saw one pin slider said that, um, I don't necessarily agree. I think there there is a place for wide body and standard, but I just personally love wide body. Some people say, you know, it feels floaty, like the ball's up in the air for a long time or something like that. Um, I can see that. I can I, I can see that. I don't mind floaty, though. I'm not in a big rush. Um, of course, it is cool when the ball really gets flowing and going, and some of these on here are more floaty than others. It would obviously depend upon, um, you know, how how old it is, right? Um, so, anyways, let's get into it. All right, number, oh, and I will say as an asterisk, The Hobbit did not make it. I need more time on The Hobbit, okay? I love Jersey Jack. I probably would love The Hobbit if I had more time with it. Um, I do like Lord of the Rings. I grew up reading Lord of the Rings. I've seen, uh, the cartoon movie back in the day, and I've watched a couple of the newer ones when I could. Um, but it didn't make the list because I haven't got to flip it enough. It didn't make the list, um because I don't really know the game that well, and just so far in the limited time I've had, it just didn't quite make the list. Um, It would have been number 11, okay, Hobbit? So don't be upset, Hobbit. It would have been number 11. Uh, So number 10, Indiana Jones. All right, so this is not the Stern, even though I do love the 8-ball Stern. It's the 1993 Williams that I'm talking about, and that feed that comes back after the elephants, uh, like after you lock a ball, there's like an elephant sound, like the sound of an elephant, like like elephant trunk, and then it shoots the ball back quick. For any of you who have played this, oh, my gosh. It's so – I've watched it go by my right flipper so many times. I don't know of a game that has an in-lane that's fed back to it quicker than that. I really don't. Um, <clears throat> I know uh, Mike Dimes used to own this, and he sold his. And I think Ray still owns his, uh, Ray Boyle from uh, London, Ontario Pinball League. Actually, shout out to Ray. We're going to be playing there this Saturday for Loppel. Um, It should be fun. Hoping to do at least one more interview for you guys there as well. So stay tuned, my friends. All right, number nine is Haunted House. So as if having like, uh, sorry about that, as if having like six different flippers on this machine isn't good enough. There's five, two in the two in the basement, two on the, the main floor. I think there's six. Anyways, I haven't flipped this in forever. I actually played it on Pinball Arcade quite some time ago, um, I believe. Pretty sure but this game i used to love i played it a lot when i was in grade 7 and grade 8 uh, my parents had a trailer up in Paul Bunyan Trailer Park in Bayfield and i played it there all the time and this i, I would almost like like i remember i kept running out of money cuz i would spend it all on that game each day so i would you know get up the, in the morning and my buddy Pete and i would say okay mom what can we do can we can we rake some leaves or can we cut the grass or can we bring back all these uh beer bottles so we can get some change just to go play haunted house. Now he would normally want to go play pool or just buy candy or whatever, but I was all about the haunted house and someday I might even get that bad boy back. All right, number eight, Star Trek Next Generation. I'm not a Star Trek fan at all, um, but I am a Star Wars fan and more importantly, I'm a really good pinball machines fan. And Star Trek The Next Generation is arguably, perhaps, depending on who you asked, uh, one of the best Games ever made, and certainly one of the best wide bodies ever made. Uh, it some people even say it doesn't feel like a wide body. I, I, you know, I didn't even notice that originally, so I would have to agree. Uh, it seems to be really flowy and really fast, and it's not floaty at all. So, yeah, go try it out. I, I mean, if you've tried Star Trek: The Next Generation, you know with that. You know, you guys know. You, you listen to me. You, you're my pinball nerd. You know how much I love lots of shots and <clears throat> the top right hand flipper there can do not only the the one-ramp shot, but you can actually sneak it up just barely into that side-ramp shot, which I just love. So, Excuse me, guys. I apologize. My voice is almost half gone because, like I said, uh, we did close down the bar two nights ago, and then I had a little bit of a cold kicking yesterday. So I'm sorry for all of you who couldn't get your daily dose of Internet. uh, Sorry, your daily dose of uh, uh, pinball because I was, um, you know, not ready to record, but here I am today, and uh I'm back at her. Um, here we go, number seven. This machine is soon to be mine, most likely. Knock on wood, 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 wood. So this is hot dogging. Uh, Mike Dimas has one of these. He's beautifully restored it. I love the gameplay. <clears throat> this is by far the oldest game on the list, highest up. Um, Embryon almost made the list. I believe I played that at Jeff Teolis' house or somebody at TCPL's house. I played that, and I really liked that. I need more time on it. Um, Popeye. Popeye didn't make the list. That was another wide body. I really enjoyed playing that at Doug Lang's. I think Popeye's uh, a little bit underrated. A lot, like, hardly no one on Penside even mentioned that. And then um, Paragon didn't make the list. Paragon was really close. Paragon's obviously a little bit floaty. Hot Dogging probably is too, like, let's be honest. But if you've never seen the back glass... Hot Doggin is like, there's like a couple who are skiing totally wearing like 70s or 80s skiing stuff. It's incredible. The play field art's even better. And then the gameplay is just phenomenal. Um, there's a row of drop down targets up there to get your multipliers up. I'm pretty sure there's at least a spinner or two, maybe even three to rip. Like it, it's a really cool game. It's got the, uh, scissor flips on the one side, like the two flippers on the one side <clears throat> and then the one on the other. Uh, number six is Twilight Zone. Who doesn't love Twilight Zone? Okay, maybe like if you owned Twilight Zone for a couple years. But I mean, if you go back to the mid-90s when pinball was just, you know, in that, I don't know if you call it the second coming. um, Like Twilight Zone was the frickin' game to play, right? And that was a game that was at White Oaks Mall, my local arcade. And that was the one that I went and played every day after school, all the way through probably grade 10 and and, uh, just loved playing it. Usually the, the high score would be low enough that I could manage to get a free, uh, a free game or two. And there was nothing better than playing for like an hour and just getting like free games on your free games and, and then getting, you know, matches at the end. And sometimes I'd leave three, four five credits on that bad boy when I left. So, <clears throat> and sometimes I would come back after going to the food court and, and grabbing some yummy vittles. And then I would come back and there'd still be a couple on there. So, um, Twilight Zone rocks. You guys already knew that. Number five, Pirates of the Caribbean. So, no, I don't necessarily think this is the best game of all time. Of course, it would be listed at number one if that were the truth. But what Pirates has going for it is an extremely deep rule set. So, it's playability factors through the frickin' uh, Willy Wonka's glass ceiling there. You know what I mean? Like, it's just over the top. So, you guys getting excited for Willy Wonka? I already had my Pinter and Chris. I was talking to him this morning on Facebook and uh, Chris told me that he really is going to be first one in line. Like the second that JJP announces, if, if they announce, I should say, if they announce that they're doing a Willy Wonka, he's going to be first in line. And I told him, <clears throat> as a couple of you listeners know, I really want to start live streaming. So I probably spent about 18 hours researching everything I could know about Pinball live streaming in the last couple of days. Um, the laptop is what I'm missing. The laptop is what I'm spending the most time and energy looking into. If you're a live streamer and you're listening, and I don't know, especially if you live in Canada, you have a link to something at Best Buy or somewhere not crazy expensive. Um, the Buffalo Pinball guys are saying I need something over like 6,000 megahertz or whatever I I use or something. <clears throat> then other people are saying, oh no, like 5,000 will be fine. And so I don't know if I need to spend 800 on a new computer or like 600, but. That's the hardest part getting the cameras no problem I'm getting like uh, logitech uh, I'm getting for, for the play field I'm getting a c922 um, which I probably won't be able to stream at 60 frames per second and definitely not at uh, 1080 but hopefully I can I can have that going at a really nice crisp um, 30 30 to 40 frames per second somewhere in around 700. So, I don't, if you guys can tell, I don't know anything about what I'm talking about, but I would really like to start streaming soon. So, I'm looking in, into that too, for you guys. Don't worry, I'm not going to stop podcasting. It'll just be part of what I do. I'll probably still try to podcast a few times a week and stream a couple times a week. So, we'll see. I'll let you guys, my pinball nerds, my fans, decide. So, here we go. The next one on this is. No surprise, Mark and Cities, the Nightmare Before Christmas, also known as NBX. So the light show on there is terrific. The artwork is 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 really cool. Um, it's just so rare. Like you you know, there's only one of them, right? So it can't get more rare than one. Um, as I mentioned, I believe that uh, he will be streaming that. So please, please, please watch the pin side thread if you just type um, Nightmare Before Christmas. And pin side or on Pinside. Either Google will find it or Pinside will, I'm sure. But you can find Mark and City's um, whole thread about him building it. And it's really neat to just see all the different steps that he's put into it. And I'm sure he will post on there if and when he's streaming. And of course, if not, I will make sure to share that on our Pinball Nerds Facebook group as well. So um, that's a really cool game. And I know a lot of you haven't even seen pictures of it. But you should check it out, and I think that uh, Wide Bodies are here to stay, and I'd love to get to see this Nightmare Before Christmas being made, and it's it's just such a great game with a, a really deep rule set and interesting things happening with all the seasons and the holidays and that sort of stuff, so take a look at that one if you haven't, guys. Number three, Roadshow. Yes, I know what some of you are thinking. What are you talking about, Albert? A lot of people just don't like Roadshow. I don't know why. I love, I love Roadshow. It's Friday! Anyways, if you haven't played it, you probably don't know that call-out. But <clears throat> Roadshow is phenomenal. It's a wide body with tons of shots. It actually has two shooter lanes, including like a weird like skill shot kind of thing that you do from the left plunger. Two shooter lanes, two plungers. That doesn't happen often. Um... It's three, three flippers, three flippers before I think it's three and just trying to visualize it in my head and incredible game. I love it. I haven't got to play it that much, but I actually dig at the highest score. I believe we're second highest score. I think it was the highest score at the London, Ontario pinball league. The only time I remember, uh, no, I think maybe we played it twice, but this is like going back maybe two seasons ago. Um, I think I got, geez, 600, 700. Maybe even $800 million on it, which is, you know, a legit score. Anything over 200 is good, I think. But, excuse me, that was a very, very long game on there. I had fun flipping it. I really enjoy it. I love the rule set. You guys already know how much I love Roadshow. So, number two is Woz, the good old Wizard of Oz. So, I absolutely love the Wizard of Oz. I love the light show. I love the too many uh, play fields, even though... You know, neither of, well, especially the one with just, like, the uh, Dorothy's rotating house. You know, that isn't, like, there's not that much to do there. There's, like, one shot, right? Um, The upper one, there's got, the upper left one's got a little more going on. The rule set, as with all Jersey Jacks, is super-duper-duper deep. deep, And uh, they're now coming out with, like, a ruby red version or, like, I don't know, a third or fourth special limited edition version, supposedly, that should be announced at TPF. Um, we will remind the listeners that my good old pin turn, Mr. Chris, will be down there at TPF, and we've got some surprises for you at that as well. He should be wearing the brand new Pinball Nerds t-shirt at the um, the Twippy Awards, so that will be exciting as well. And uh, it's just going to be lots of fun. I can't be there, but Chris will be there for me, and I'm really excited to hear his daily updates and his 10 Mission Impossibles. All right. And the number one wide body game, everybody, if you're, if you've listened to all 158 episodes of this podcast, you already know my favorite game is Dialed In. So you already know that Dialed In, of course, is my favorite wide body. Um, I even had to Google it to check because it just, it doesn't, it doesn't really play like a wide body. There's so much going on in it. There's so many shots and there's so much to do. It feels like it. um, I think that the reason it continues to be so high on my list is because I've only got to play this thing like three times or even two times. Now, each time I got to play it, I did have multiple games on it. No, I've got to play it three times now. So each time I did have multiple games on it and I did have to play it in League for Loppel and I did get the second or third highest score. Um, It wasn't even that high. It was only at like 180 million or 200 million or something. But um, and that was literally the first day I got to play it. I think it was my second game on it. We had to play for League. But anyways, I absolutely love Wide Body. I want to see more Wide Body. It'd be cool to see Stern come out with a Wide Body, especially if they felt like a game, they had a game that was super packed or something like that. I want to see more Wide Bodies. And uh, you know what they say? Um, they say, I like Big Butts and I cannot lie. That's what they say. And I'm not just talking about Big beautiful ladies like one beautiful lady like my wife who's sitting here laughing at me right now i'm uh, i'm actually talking about pinball machines Butts, and I cannot lie. Eat, sleep, breathe, some pinball now. Have a good night. Get sprung.